The views on this program are solely those of the host and his or her guests and do not reflect those of KZSM Radio, SMTXCRA, or its governing body. This is an encore presentation. If you like it, listen live on Saturday at 8 in the morning, Soul Sanctuary. You should be here. You should be here with me, baby. You know you drive me crazy. You should be here. Good morning, Soul Sanctuary Soldiers. Good morning. You're here. You made it. It's Saturday morning, bright and early here in beautiful downtown San Marcos, Texas. We have a very special guest. As you know, this month we are talking about fathers and fatherhood and all things father-ishness. And in studio, we have my actual father. <laughs> uh, Dad, did you want to say hi to everybody? Hi, everybody. <laughs> so he's going to be here with us today. We're going to just talk about, I guess, everything that we talk about will be father-related because he is, in fact, father. <laughs> and so we'll kind of go through and maybe have uh, some questions about what difficulties you face as a father and that kind of thing. Um, did you want to kind of tell everybody a little bit about yourself? Where do you, where do you want me to start? The <laughs> short version or the long version? Maybe the, uh, yeah, like a, like, a, like a elevator pitch version. Okay. I'll start at the present and then work back from there. You can stop me anytime you want. We don't really care about you and your first <laughs> dog or however you want to do that. Um, my name is James. I am a retired uh, teacher from Austin. Mm-hmm. Uh, I taught there for a number of years. Mm-hmm. And before that, uh, I worked for uh, IBM. And uh, I uh, worked there for a number of years. That was my the real uh, profession that I retired from. Um, before that, I was in the Navy. So you can see it's hard for me to keep a job. Um, that's it. And uh, um, uh, before that, I was in college. <laughs> <laughs> went, to, went to Delaware State University. Right. Um, HBCU. Yes, HBCU. I'm, I'm really proud of that. Yeah. Actually, I'm the product of a complete uh, black uh, education. Yeah, um, that's big. Uh, when I grew up, uh, the uh, was a Brown versus the Board of Education was like in 1954, mm-hmm. and so schools were just starting to get uh, desegregated. Uh, and uh, in Delaware, that was a very slow and painful process that is still going on today. Um, but I, I went to uh, elementary schools uh, in in my community and. Uh, uh, junior high school and and high school i went to oliver otis howard high school mm-hmm. uh, another uh thing i'm i'm very proud of uh that's back far enough i think it, it is do you want to talk about how you did it in high school i just found out my dad graduated like the top of his class like top of his class well. in science and math and then when i found out i was like dad why did <laughs> how come it was just it was just like last year honestly that I found out, and I said, well, why wouldn't you mention that, you know, in all the years that we've been around each other? And he's like, yeah, you don't brag. <laughs> it never came up. No, um, but that's so cool. Yeah, it, 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 it was a surprise to me. Um, um, I got uh, honored as the, 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 I don't know, honor student in math and mm-hmm. in science. Mm-hmm. Um, 
in, in high school, and uh, it, it, I was proud of that. Um, but I think I was most proud of, of just, just being a part of that school, being in the band and, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, just representing the community. It was, it was, it was fun. Yeah. I didn't go to Howard, but I did get to go to Delaware State. Yes. So uh, that that we have in common. And um, I actually was there the year it went from a college to a university. Oh, right. So it kind of grew up around me. And uh, then I think shortly after I left, it got to be a walking campus and stuff. It's still a really good school. Um, So we kind of got to share that. And I had some of my education in Delaware, um, which is which is where, where yours was, which, which where all of our, the, the whole lot of the family is yeah. and still uh, remains in that area. So let's see, what um, dadishness, what do you think is the most challenging change from going from uh, being just a dude to being a father? I, I guess it's, it's realizing that, um, that someone is totally responsible uh, to you, and what came to mind when you when you asked that question was uh, a two o'clock feeding uh, for your oldest sister, Shauna. Um, my job was to do the two o'clock feeding, uh, and I sleep- sleepily got up uh, this particular morning and uh, had the bottle prepared and ready to go. And I looked down at this this baby, and uh, she was yelling at the top of her lungs. She was hungry. And it, it, it hit me like, you know, this person is totally responsible to you. And that, that responsibility hit me at that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that would be my answer. The Just the total dependence on you. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. It, it, it's. I mean, I can. I can remember the moment, even even today, and it's like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> like this is. Yeah. I. I think I. I relate to that kind of arriving kind of moment. I think because uh, the kind of journey to become a parent um, had some challenges for me. Um, by the time that I like realized that it happened, it was after I realized I did it. Yay. <laughs> like there was all this celebration for having done this thing that was like my goal all this time. And then I really had a moment kinda like uh like Indigo Montoya on a on Princess Bride. And so this guy had this really long, you know, kind of quest. He had this huge quest and he got through the whole quest and at the end of the movie he was like, you know, I've been in the revenge business so long. I don't know what to do now <laughs> And I find myself coming to that over and over again. I was like, I spent like a whole lot of time and energy on this goal, and now I have it. So, like, now what? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> kind of. And so, but the idea that that uh, my for for me right now, what I'm realizing is the idea that my unresolved issues are kind of coming out through my kids. Like that's 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 difficult for me coming out like i don't understand like there's parts of your uh i don't know your experience your psyche that kind of your kids reflect they they show you your they show you parts of yourself okay and like when it's happening inside your own 
and you get to decide whether you want to pay attention to it or not. But when it, when your kid's like kind of reflecting back, you know, being a mirror for you, you're like, huh, I can't really ignore that the same way. <laughs> and there's this kind of, uh, uh, there's a truth to it. There's a, uh, you can't, you have to deal with this. There's this kind of calling you up or calling you out that happens when you realize that uh th- you have to actually deal through things like sweeping things under the carpet doesn't doesn't necessarily work and and ignoring that this part of yourself that you don't want to deal with that doesn't work because it does go on it perpetuates it's still part of life it's so much a part of life that it's coming out through your kid <laughs> and that'll happen through their child too and so it there's this kind of uh uh I, I say, uh, the word reckoning keeps happening in my moment head. Moment of truth. Moment of truth, yeah. right. Yeah. Where you look at it, you're like, oh, I really do have to deal with it's this. Going to bake this biscuit. Right. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And so that that kind of pulling out of responsibility, I think, is... Um, that's that's That continues to feel novel to me. And I've been a parent now for... I mean, and a, a direct parent for 11 years, but parenting for around almost 30. Yeah, really. really. <laughs> so it's it's it still continues, I guess, because I haven't figured out how to deal with it. So it still feels fresh. You do what you have to do. Yeah. You know, you really do. And you're talking about that. Like, one of the things that I absolutely, well, I can't say hate. That's a strong word. I dislike is doing the dishes. Yeah. I would do anything you know, have kids, it's your turn, you'll, you'll take care of it. Yeah. Because uh, I just dislike it, but mm-hmm. it's something that has to be done. Mm-hmm. And so my chore is, is to, is to uh, load the dishwasher and, and wash the dishes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you do it. And it's not, I don't like it. It, it, it just has to be done. Right. And there, there, there are always things like that in life. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's full of them <laughs> yeah <laughs> for to varying degrees and i think uh well when i think about when i think about uh what the where fatherhood like kind of fits in in the journey i think about fatherhood for like setting the right kind of boundaries for yourself so that you don't be out here wilding <laughs> like setting the right kind of uh, structure, boundaries, think about structure, boundaries, order, those are the kind of words that come up when I think about paternity and fatherhood and, and what it means to have a, a a male role model in your life that kind of helps give, stru- it gives structure, it's like the skeletal system of a person, That that's what I think of when I think about fatherhood, does that resonate with what you think or does that, is it different? A- absolutely, it, it does. Um, an example of that um, would be uh, when I was parenting you by, your, by myself uh, we have to go to the grocery store and we'd, go, we'd go to H-E-B and take, mm-hmm. the, uh, take the groceries out to the car and the cart and I would always insist that whoever was with me return the cart to the, uh, to the proper place and not just leave it anywhere mm-hmm. and um, it always met with uh, you know frowns or uh, do I have to? And uh, now as adult children, I've asked each of my daughters, what do you do with the, the shopping cart? 
mm-hmm. and it always goes back. And I assume you you let your 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 your, your son do that too, and so that's something yeah. that that passed on. But it, it you know it it's just part of life. Right, the the responsibility of 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 taking care and taking care of the next person. Yeah, like so that it's safe for the next person that comes along. Um, I remember part of one one of the big things I attribute to uh, having been parented by you is our um, our great command of the English language, <laughs> <laughs> our flawless ability to conjugate verbs on a whim, just back and forth, <laughs> plural, singular. <laughs> I don't put a different there and a different no or a different your or a different to. <laughs> it's all the correct ones. And I know that you know some of the education comes from school, but that it was important to you that we speak uh, well, and it has uh, served me quite well in in life so far. And um, uh, although <laughs> I, I don't know where the impatience with folks who don't came from, <laughs> uh, I apologize for that. Uh, That's a great it, thing they too. Just, it 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 almost physically hurts sometimes when when uh, some of these talking heads uh, use words uh, incorrectly. Yeah. And it's more and more nowadays. My, my current one is the, 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 the letter T is being is ig- ignored or made silent in words like button. Everybody <laughs> says button. <laughs> or, or uh, you know, that kind of thing. And that, that really bothers me. Yes. And these, these, yes. Are, these are our, our uh, Spokesmen, spokespersons on TV. Right. I uh, can't think of another one, but the, the, the T is, is just disappearing. And it is. I don't like it. Yeah. And irregardless is being made oh. in actual. <laughs> <laughs> I can think of something for you. It's actually being made its own word. And it's it's not that. Uh, uh, it's it, You either mean irrespective or regardless. They're not the same yeah. word. They're two different words. It's like... Um, um, you, you can compare you can compare two things uh, and then there's a word that's superlative that that is this is the best that can be right and you you don't add anything to it like so awesome right oh, oh that that really bothers <laughs> me I mean if yeah, something yeah, is awesome right. it right. did did, did that's, that's, that's the best it can be right and adding those modifiers yes. just just bespeaks your lack of knowledge of the language it does and it's redundant and continue that's what it is redundant yeah, yes right and continue on and that one's all over the place <laughs> every i've seen i've heard it on every major news continue network on. continue on and uh tyler bank uh, tyler what's her name tyra banks on her modeling show like she eliminates people mm-hmm. and every time she does it she's like okay Whoever is remaining, you will continue on. I'm like, they won't continue on. <laughs> they will continue, or yeah. they will stop. Yeah. Oh, there, there are so many things like that, that that just bother me. I guess I am part of the grammar police. Yeah, me too. And then, and sometimes, like when I'm well, Facebook's terrible for it. But like when I'm trying, sometimes I'll see a really good meme, or I'll see something that has some really good information, but. It's so badly said. I can't. Like, it'll take me three times to read it to make sure. Okay, is this what you mean? Because you forgot your apostrophes. There's no commas. It's just running all over the place. And so sometimes it it's so bad I can't share it because you know I don't want people to think I think that's what's supposed to be said. And I would let you know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and then the question is, do you correct it? Do you PM them and say, hey, you know, just so that you know that is complete. The wrong except. 
or whichever. Anyway, <laughs> we'll go into more what grinds our gears on the other side of uh, the break, guys. You're listening to Soul Sanctuary, uh, and this is Atika and James. We'll see you on the other side. Hey, everybody. We're on the first side of our first break. Uh, you're listening to Soul Sanctuary. It is our, uh, it's Father's Day month, and my father's in studio. And so, um, say hi, Dad. Hi, Dad. <laughs> Uh, my dad is one of my favorite people, if you cannot tell by the glee in my voice. Uh, I wanted you to uh, express uh, something that I think is actually getting lost here in this generation, and that is about the, the kind of the the uh, some of the struggle that had to happen in order for us to have some of the v- freedoms that we uh, so happily trample upon nowadays uh, as black people. Um, w- just in the last couple of years, uh, you shared with me uh, that you were there at the march on Washington, and about the feeling of being there and what it felt, how quiet it was for all the people oh, yeah. that were there, and that part. And I think that the fact that you were there is amazing. Um, but I was hoping that you could kind of share uh, a little bit about that experience, why you wanted to go. Uh, how you got there did you drive were you on a bus and then kind of the experience of being there because i don't know that a lot of people have the opportunity to listen to someone who actually was in the place wow that's a big job to to try to explain that i guess the first thing the attitude of 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 black folk at that time was changing or in the process of changing and um um there were demonstrations and and things locally, and uh, uh, there were the uh, the lunch counters were segregated. And growing up, I mean, that was just normal, so I didn't really uh, think of it as a problem. Uh, but but as you become uh, a little older and socially aware, you, you see that there is a difference in the way black folks are treated uh, uh, in in business, in society in general, and and. Uh, um, one of the the activists uh, was was uh, this was in in high school uh, talked about this going to Washington for this march of, uh, for the march on Washington. Uh, her name was can I do names? Sure. Her name was Elizabeth White, mm-hmm. and she 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 gave out um, handouts at at school saying this is what we're going to do. I said well I can do this, yeah. so. Um, we went on a bus uh, from West Presbyterian Church in Wilmington, Delaware, and we got instructions on how. T- I think the instructions really got me about. Uh, oh, that's right. We had to go for training before that, and I think that was at Bethel Church mm. um, on how to how to be nonviolent and 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 uh, wow, um, what to do if if you're arrested, all those kind of things. So, so I my, I, I remember on the bus reviewing that again and uh on the bus from wilmington to uh to to washington i don't know it's not that far like three hours okay mm-hmm. and uh we sang songs and did all of that kind of thing uh and there there were a lot of buses and i can remember uh kind of being nervous about finding my bus again in in this in this uh mass of buses but anyway um we we left the buses and and got got uh, the Delaware group got got organized and moved over and uh, so we were just standing there talking for a while uh, 
and then uh, we like we were on like a side street, and we came on I guess it's Pennsylvania Avenue, mm-hmm. and you came on to Pennsylvania Avenue, and it was literally lined with soldiers. I don't know whether they were their National Guard or what they were, and my remembrance is they they uh, they had they had fixed bayonets. I don't know whether. I'm adding that, or that was really the case. But in my mind, that's 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 what was there. Yeah. Uh, when we, we when we turned and came on to Pennsylvania Avenue, and started marching down Pennsylvania Avenue, all I heard were the feet. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was no singing or anything. It was just quiet. Mm-hmm. And uh, then someone started to sing, and. Uh, it, it's true that singing does kind of buoy your your spirit, right. and I can remember uh, you know hearing that and starting to sing. How uh, the nervousness kind of went away, mm-hmm. and um, we marched to to the uh, Capitol to the reflect reflection pool, right. and um, stood there and I listened to to a number of the speakers, and where I was, I I, I can remember not being able to hear very well, and. Um, we got. We went to a one of the churches there. I, I can tell you. I, I have the, the the pamphlet from the church. I'll share with you mm-hmm. uh, for lunch, uh, and and listen to the speeches. Um, I do remember, you know, Dr. King's speech, um, but it was it was the the speech that I remember that 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 was other than his mm-hmm. was by. Um, 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 he was a preacher at Abyssinian Baptist Church in New York, mm-hmm. Adam Clayton Powell. Okay. Uh, he gave, he gave a, a good speech, too. And um, the ride back was uh, <laughs> was tired. Yeah. And uh, uh, just slept on the way back. Were you guys relieved that your, I, I would assume your whole party made it back on the buses, yeah. or did you lose anybody in the? No, no. Were you near any of the scuffles? that Weren't there scuffles in that? I don't remember a single scuffle, no. Okay. No. In the, like with the interactions with the police, there wasn't anything left. There. Not to my knowledge, I didn't. I didn't see it, and yeah. I did not participate in that at all. It's such a uh, brave thing to decide to kind of take up the fight and do what you can to to try to change to change the um, the the injustices that were happening. I know that uh, some of the. The more we, the more that we change, the more we stay the same. So I wonder, you know, um, in your history here um, as an African American man here in America, like what have you seen that's that's kind of changed? Well, I wonder what you've seen that's changed. But then I'm not sure that your perspective is going to be similar to a lot of people's because you didn't, you never really did the whole, oh, I can't do this because I'm black. Like you never had that whole. I never felt from you that you used that as a reason to oh, not no. have done anything, no, no. and and and, um, and refle- reflectively, I don't have that. Have <laughs> none of that stuff. But I wonder if you if there's anything note of note that you've seen that's changed because sometimes with the news reports that I see and stuff, it looks like it's exactly the same as it always has been. Um, but I haven't lived here as long as you have, so. Is there a difference? Do you see anything that's... You mean oh, like uh, over the last couple of years? Um, well, no, not, <laughs> not, not specifically the last okay. couple of years, yeah. but over your lifetime from um, what you experience to what like your grandsons will experience. Hmm. That's difficult. Uh, 
things were just things were different. Attitudes were different. Okay. Um, um, I can remember, um, like if 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 I went to the store to, to, to buy something, like to, to the five and ten to buy something, mm-hmm. um, and I was by myself, the the uh, the clerk would follow me around. Just and obviously. Just 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 you know just keep an eye on you. Oh. Um, and um, if if you had a complaint, they were really. Uh, not everyone, but they, they were, you know, how dare you talk to me like I have to do something for you, that kind of thing. And um, that just is, is, is not accepted. And sure. uh, I, I, I don't accept that anymore. Right. Um, and I know that I know that you don't. Well, yeah, well, we've, we've had the discussion yeah. about when I went to Georgia in around 94 and the lady gave me the wrong change. She gave me change for a 10 and I'd given her a 20. And I was like, hey, you gave me the wrong change. And she was aghast <laughs> that I'd said anything to her. And I looked her up and down, waited for my change, you know. And I could feel like even though I never directly had that kind of overt racism happen, I knew what was happening. I, I could feel what was happening in that moment and I just stood my ground and I stood my ground defiantly like I want you to say something else like there's something else (laughs) happening here you did the wrong thing like you fix it and uh, luckily it was resolved pretty quickly but I don't I I cannot imagine uh, living and existing where that was just kind of the norm Um, since we talked about that we both did uh, uh did go to Dell State. Uh, there was another kind of uh, movement that you were part of there that happened. Uh, <laughs> do you want to talk about? Uh, uh, yeah, um, senior year at Delaware State. Um, uh, well, there there were a couple of things that happened, mm-hmm. um, but uh, that would be in 1968, and uh, there was a there there was turmoil. Uh, yeah, 68 when Martin Luther King died. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, my roommate and I, uh, I'll start there. My roommate and I were had occasion to go into Dover for some reason. I, I really don't remember exactly, but but um, we came across uh, this this woman that uh, uh, this black woman, and for some reason she was disheveled, and I don't remember why. But we uh, she she needed some help, mm-hmm. and what it turned out uh, she was from Wilmington, and uh, they had been demonstrating at the Capitol uh, for. Equal housing, um, I, I believe it could have been something, but I think it was equal housing. Anyway, um, um, she told us that, and we took it back to the to the to the school. Um, my roommate was student government president, mm-hmm. and um, uh, we organized the school student body to to march in in uh, in support of 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 uh, this this ladies group, and uh, now that was scary. Um, they had the uh, the uh, the state police, and my memory says that every state policeman, a state trooper, was was six foot or taller, <laughs> yeah, and white, yeah, <laughs> and uh, um, they were lined up, and we, um, I think it's in the yearbook. I'll show you. Uh, we um, we sat in peacefully, mm-hmm. and uh, and in in support of uh, of of this this uh, equal housing bill. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that got got. That's kind of stirred up. Sure. And uh, as I said, 68, everybody was becoming aware of, of what it meant to be black. Mm-hmm. And so they were going to, we, we had just gotten a new dorm and a new student union building. And um, 
the uh, the whoever the board had had decided that they were going to name the the, uh, the boys dorm boys dorm number two mm-hmm. and the student union building student union building and uh, we we had tried to uh, to get them to say no we want to name the building after mm-hmm. uh, after somebody and we wanted to name the the uh, the the dorm after Medgar Evers he had just recently been shot and then of course the student union building we wanted to name after uh, Dr Martin Luther King. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, the powers that be didn't listen, mm-hmm. and uh, we organized that. That was uh, I can't go into all the details, but we organized and uh, mm-hmm. a, a sit-in, a peaceful sit-in uh, of the students to uh, to please listen to us and uh, and name them name the buildings as 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 we wish. That didn't happen. So then we staged. Uh, we took over the campus and locked it down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and named the buildings that we wanted to, to name them. We we have actually had actual dedication at uh, at the student union building awesome. and and at the, at the boys dorm and named them what we thought they should be named. Right. Uh, so again, uh, what happened was uh, the governor brought in the national guard, and that was uh, to 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 take over to take back the campus. Okay. And um, we negotiated and and. Uh, we were leaving. We were in. We were in the uh, in the administration building, Go- Rosley Hall, mm-hmm. and um, we we left the building and and moved to the uh, uh, to the student union building, right. and um, listened to the to the uh, to the staff, the faculty uh, talk about it. And finally, um, I remember how it ended that day, mm-hmm. but um, it ended peacefully. Good. Um, and uh, long story short, uh, the the, uh, the board did in fact name the buildings as we wished: Medgar right. Evers Hall right. and the uh, Martin Luther King Student Union Building. Yeah. So that was that. That's really cool. I love that there's like actual part of history, and I, and I've, I've been to Evers and to MLK and the student yeah. and student center. So I've actually been to them, and having seen the names, I didn't know that there was any history behind it. Um, but it's really cool to have like a living history, living part of it and see how that those changes happen. And while I was there, there were two new dorms that were built on campus and they were named Winnie and Nelson Mandela. And I don't think there was a big, <laughs> a big kafloofluff about it. I think that they like voted and said, hey, what do you guys want to name it? And that ease, uh, I'm sure, came from the fight that you had about it. Um, before, because yeah. they were the new dorms, and so that's just what everybody called them. But then they they actually got names that meant something. I think that was around when uh, Nelson Mandela was about to be uh, freed, or when he was freed. Okay. So it's kind of cool uh, that kind that connected uh, our experiences there on campus. Uh, we do need to take a break really quick. On the other side, we'll talk some more. I'll see you guys on the other side of the break. This is an encore presentation. If you like it, listen live on Saturday at 8 in the morning, Soul Sanctuary. You should be here with me, baby. You should be here with me, baby. You should be here with me, baby. You know you drive me crazy. You should be here with me, baby. Hello, we're back on the other side of the break. 
<laughs> uh, you're listening to Soul Sanctuary. It's Father's Day month, and I have my father in studio. Say hi, Dad. Hello, everyone. <laughs> and uh, th- for this <laughs> month, I've been asking some of my Facebook followers some questions about um, dads. And weirdly, <laughs> I got a couple of negative reactions to it. I have no idea why. But uh, one of the questions that I asked is, what um, imp- what life lesson uh, do you think it's important for a father to give their child? But I, I worded it more eloquently then. Um, Dad, what life lesson do you think it's most important to give a child from a father? Well, I read your read your uh, your uh, entry in, in Facebook, and I thought about it. And it will be this, this, or this. And, and the real answer is, uh, it depends on their age. What what's most important that you 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 you, uh, you information you give a, a newborn or a baby? There mm. there's certain things that you you, you should should be uh, doing at that time. Right. When you're two, and I I, I, <laughs> I try to say, well, let me see. Let's go with with two, four, and eight. Um, just just taking powers. Sure. Time, just sure. Yeah. So yeah. at two years old, there's some very specific things that that you you need to to, to uh, teach the kid about boundaries, uh, and, and what's their responsibility and, and what's what's your responsibility to them, and and and, and uh, help them understand how those things relate. Then at four, it's, it's a whole together different set of things. The, the, the child is mobile now, mm-hmm. and and can can even explore more. Uh, and then at eight, I mean, it, it's a different child. So each of those times, there, 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 there is something different that uh, that you uh, you need to impart to the to the child. Sure. Six, sixteen. Oh my gosh, it's sixteen. It's 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 a whole different thing. Yeah. And so um, the answer to your question is it depends. Mm-hmm. And as a as as I look at uh, my life uh, with my children, there are times when I when I, when that I should have done, that I didn't, and that piece was missing at, at some age. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, this is what I should have been imparting to the child, and mm-hmm. I didn't get that done. Mm-hmm. And it shows up. Right. It, it shows up uh, right. that, that that was missing, or, or you, 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 you address it later. Right. Uh, or or the, the child learns to address it themselves. Sure. So uh, It can um, come up in, like, inconvenient times. I know uh, not, not quite as deep as where we are here. Okay. But um, uh, my son came up to me. He was like, hey, you know, he liked this Taylor. Where was it? No, it was a Katy Perry song. And he was like, this Katy Perry song is great. And I was like, can you identify Stevie Wonder's voice? <laughs> <laughs> He can. Oh, <laughs> it's yeah. one of the only artists he can identify. But I was like, oh, right. I was supposed to be filling him with the music I love. And I was busy with whatever. And that didn't happen. And so uh, both uh, both his father and I uh, went quickly to get some. You correct it. <laughs> That's what you do. To correct it and to get some like real good you know soulful roots of music in him make sure he understands rush make sure he understands uh, you know what we grew up with and what we love and i mean that's lighter no, but it's i think that right right it'll show that that's missing and then you you can either they'll address it and right. learn or or you can address it later uh but it, it'll get addressed yeah um i think one of the one of the things I value about uh, our relationship and that I've found, I think it's really gracious, actually, is that uh, if if I come across, some difficulties that I come across, you'll say, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah. things that I find that I'm, I'm lacking or having a problem with, um, you'll take responsibility for as if it should have been something that I got from you somewhere in my childhood. And what that does, whether or not it makes sense or whether or not, whatever, what that does is it releases the kind of guilt that can be attached to whatever shortfall or whatever that is. And so now it's not a thing that I'm dealing with and fighting with my ego about. It's just something that I can go back and either get and correct or not. But the option that's left is to fix it or not. It's not about feeling bad because I didn't have it or, you know, or blaming myself. And it's really freeing, actually. It's really freeing. I mean, it was even even down to... When I called you because I like lost a whole bunch of money in, in Atlantic City, <laughs> because uh, I lost it on the slots, and you're like, "Oh, I forgot to tell you." <laughs> There's a slots thing, and it was just, it just, it's, yeah. it, it's, it, it, it lightens uh, the load a little bit, and I hope that I remember to do that with uh, with my kiddos. Yeah, what they say, you know whatever you put in a child will eventually come out and um like i like slot machines yeah and, and, and what i heard is oh god <laughs> it really yeah man well i i have first of all i shouldn't have been wandering around link city at like one in the morning by myself with a pocket full of money that's just bad planning yeah. so, <laughs> so i wasn't really uh set up for success um I know one of the things that uh, having having parented that uh, that I've seen is myself, my behaviors, my like completely how I would handle a situation come out of uh, kiddos that I've, I've raised. Uh, my niece, especially, maybe because she's the only female in the in the in the bunch. Um, but when I see her handle a situation exactly as I would have, and not with words I've told her directly, but it's just the me coming out. It just comes out like sweat. It just comes out very, very naturally. I understand. And the first time that happened, she was about 11. And uh, I just stood there watching with my mouth wide open. I was like, wow. She was really paying attention to the stuff I said and the stuff I didn't say, to the stuff I did and the stuff I didn't do. There's so much of me in there. It's daunting. <laughs> it's daunting. Um, I wonder if you remember um, having seen your, like a whole bunch of you come out of uh, any any of the three of us. Uh, pick one. Uh <laughs> Whichever, whatever is funniest. <laughs> well, I don't want to cry on the hair. No, I'll talk about you because you're here to, to, uh, to defend yourself. Okay. One of the things I love about you is your ability to see things in perspective um, and, and, and to laugh at, at uh, the irony of some things that happen mm -hmm. and to deal with them. Um, just like we were talking about uh, times in life where you, you learn things. Mm -hmm. uh, you, you have an ability to deal with those really well and I've forgotten what the original question was. When you see yourself come out of your kids, like, and you can't even deny it, you're like, that is James. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, the way that you can calmly correct your child. Oh. <laughs> and um, I, I, I enjoy watching you parent. Yeah. Uh, 
and uh, sometimes like some some of the things will remind me of of me mm -hmm. uh and and some of the things that that i did wrong with you mm -hmm. you will not do got it and uh uh that's because you yeah. learned on your own to learn from someone else mm -hmm. um I guess that's it. Uh, I think that uh, one of the most healing things to learn about in life or to know, to be reminded of, is that some difficult things, difficult challenges or things you had difficulty with, maybe not difficult to everybody, but things that you have difficulty with can be your best teacher. And then it kind of fortifies you for the things that are coming along. And so I wonder if there's anything, I don't know if that's too general of a question. It might be, I might have to rephrase it over the break, but I wonder if there's anything that you saw and was kind of painful to watch one of us kind of struggle with. And then, you know, you got to see it full circle because this difficulty happened. This, you know, this is the result. Like, uh, and it's beautiful. You can see like the full circle of the thing. Because I think when we're facing difficulties, it's tough to remember that can be the result. Do you understand what I mean? I, I think I do. Uh, I want to answer it this way. Okay. One of the things that I tried to, to uh, impart to, to all three of you guys was that it's okay to make a mistake. Mm-hmm. And you never get in trouble in this house for making a mistake. Mm -hmm. And and you make a mistake, you acknowledge it's a mistake, and you move on. Right. You don't dwell on the past. Mm -hmm. And uh, you do that. You do that. Mm -hmm. And and we've done it together. You know, wow, how do we <laughs> do this? Yeah. And and, and 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 you laugh, and you release, and you move on. Mm -hmm. It it is so sad when people hold on to. Uh, things like that, and and I think that your ability to 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 face a difficult situation or to face a problem or an error, an mm -hmm. error, and and acknowledge and move on, and uh, y you do that well, you do that well. Yeah, I I remember the the idea that mistakes are okay, and I try to give that to uh, to to my kiddos. I'm actually one one of them is having a prop when they make a mistake now. I don't know from what for what reason they're having this huge response. Like they're getting really really upset and like, are you upset? Are you mad? And I'm like, no, it's fine. You made a mistake. Let's just that, you know, get past wonderful. it. That's wonderful. That that's exactly right. Yeah, and 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 he's getting stuck on it right now. I'm hoping that I can fix that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want him to be that upset when mistakes yeah. happen because they're going to. Yeah. And it's about like what you do next, what you do to fix it, and what yeah. you do next. Like don't stay there because they're so disempowering. For me, it's about getting back to where you can you know take responsibility for the thing and move along um so i do i do remember that as a pennant is that word <laughs> is that the right one <laughs> or, of, of that <laughs> a tenant a tenant a tenant maybe <laughs> see that this is why this is why it's important to keep your parents close <laughs> um so uh uh some some like kind of writings and we'll, right after the break I think we'll talk about some of the writings some of the books some of the things that you think have kind of eternal knowledge the ones that I know that you've recommended to me and maybe there's some different ones as well um, that uh, kind of convey the wisdom that it's important to get through kind of this this journey I think we'll talk about when we get back on the other side uh, we're going to go into our last break and then we'll talk about kind of some things that you can reference 
um, from the perspective of a father. Uh, when we get back on the other side, you're listening to Soul Sanctuary. Just yesterday morning, they let me know you were gone. Suzanne, the plans they made put an end to you. I thought James Taylor would be kind of cool to bounce in on. So, uh, you are listening to Soul Sanctuary. Hold on. Let me get my buttons right. Okay. <laughs> You're listening to Soul Sanctuary. This is uh, Father's Day month. Uh, we celebrate it next weekend. And I have my father here in studio with us. Say hey, Dad. Hello, hello. And we are about to talk about uh, some... I like to leave people with some information that they can go back and look up or look into or read read along with. And I think that, uh, was it Desiree's song, You Gotta Be? And she said, read the books your father read. And so I think that it's a good idea to kind of talk about what you've read that you think has been influential that can kind of have an overall healing kind of informational kind of effect. So what, <laughs> what, uh, what books, what references do you think are important in this lifetime? Um, I will do that, but I will first talk about, as I stated earlier, about my education being a product of a, of a, of a black educational system, yes. just as uh, desegregation happened. What that meant was at the uh, traditionally black schools, we had the best of, of black educators. Uh, and so the, the quality of our education was comparatively better just because of... of like at that point in time, the the best that that most upwardly mobile uh, blacks could could attain was to be a teacher, and so we we had some some wonderful teachers. Uh, I'm I'm afraid to name any, but I I can't uh, do this without mentioning uh, Yvonne Jensen, mm-hmm. um, uh, Gwendolyn Redding, uh, William Young. Uh, Mr. Bowie, I don't remember his first name. Mm-hmm. My my music teacher. Music has always been a big part of who I am. Sure. Uh, and uh, we want to talk about books, uh, but the lyrics of songs are also important to me. Uh, but uh, as far as books go, um, you can we, say songs too. Well, I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Okay. Um, uh, I, I thank my my uh, high school. Uh, and, and college teachers for introducing books to me. Um, Shakespeare. Uh, uh, I was calling on on uh, one of my teachers just the other day in listening to what's going on politically and not mentioning any names or not talking about anybody specific. Uh, but there was, a, there, were, there was a line from, I think it was from Hamlet, that said, Methinks thou dost protest too much. Macbeth. This Macbeth, okay, mm-hmm. and and uh, that apply and 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 that that sentence says so much. Yes, you know, okay, yes. you know, well, and and I I uh, I attribute that knowledge to to my high school teachers. Yeah, uh, Macbeth, um, um, poetry. I love poetry, and and. Uh, <laughs> Um, and at, at the drop of a, of a, of a, uh, a hat, will 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 we'll, some poem will come to mind. Sure. Of course, nothing comes to mind right now, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, Invictus is always around. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's always close. <laughs> uh, 
Well, one of the things that that uh, that uh, one of the one of the passages, one of the rituals uh, for my life was was uh, um, uh, being indoctrinated in, in, into a black fraternity, and I'm not going to. Uh, I'm, I'm a member of Kappa Alpha Psi fraternity, uh, but I'm not I'm not throwing shade on any black fraternity because. Uh, they're all important. Yeah, they are all important. Um, and one of the poems that we were encouraged to learn uh, as, as pledging is, is the process of being indoctrinated was Invictus by Henley. And um, the, the, the poem, since, since learning the poem has been a part of who I am, and I, I think I, I've, I've seen it in, in, in all of my children. Yes. And this, this guy, Henley, he had an absolutely horrible life. Yeah, uh, he was he was deformed. Uh, he, he had business ventures went bad. Just all of this stuff happened to him that was 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 negative. Mm -hmm. But he never ever lost hope. Never lost faith in himself. Mm -hmm. And um, I've called on that poem sure. <laughs> a lot in my yeah. life because yeah. there have been things that have been difficult right. uh, and it, it, it always gives me strength mm -hmm. you know and the final lines are uh, it matters not how straight the gate how charged with punishment the scroll for I am the master of my fate and I am the captain of my soul right. and that's who you have to be right you have to acknowledge that and right. be that in your life and so that that poem has has uh, uh, Sure. That's a part of who I am. It just right. is. And, and, and take back the power because it, it, it can only be given. It can only be given. Nobody has power over you is what I, what I, what I, I hear. Like that. Right. Yes. You have to take that power yeah. back and remember, like, oh, I'm choosing that. And I can choose to not do that uh, because it's those negative ha habit patterns. I can't, but I have to. Yeah. That drive us into so many things that it's just unfortunate. Um, I, was, I was watching a documentary yesterday about a guy named... Clarence Avent, and he's in the music industry, and he knows everybody big. He knows everybody big. He put Barack Obama in front of us in 2004, uh, when a lot of people was the first time they'd ever seen him. Oh, yeah? He's really huge. It's, he's got a Netflix a documentary. Cool guy. And uh, one of the things that all the people, these huge names, Oprah, all these huge names were talking about him, and one of the things they said about him was that he was fearless. And so fearless has been just like bouncing around in my head ever since I heard that. I was like, fearless, fearless. What a cool thing to be remembered for, fearlessness. And I was like, where am I fearless? Invictus has a lot of fearlessness in that poem. It's about like remembering your fearlessness. And I was trying to think about where else can I um, be fearless? Where else can I bring that out? Where am I just making decisions based on fear? And it's just, I'm, I'm not done baking it yet, <laughs> but, it, I but, but I, I feel like it's a really good thing to kind of use as a lens through which to see what it is that you're doing, what legacy you're leaving, what, what, what are you, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Kind of. Um, and one of the things I, I think that uh, we'd be remiss not to mention, I guess, and, and one of the things that you've told me, I think a lot is to get out of my own way. I don't even know if I yet understand the words in that order. Well, no, <laughs> but I've no, heard you, it. You do. You, you, you understand. Uh, fear, your, your fear of, of, of failing. Your fear of, 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 of seeing people seeing a side of you that you're not very proud of. Yeah. Uh, 
that if that limits you in doing something, then, then you are in your own way. Right. Um, right. I'll share this. Um, your mother. Um, I'm not no. giving a look. Uh, See, uh, it looked like a, it sounded like I was giving a look. I'm not giving no, a look. I'm looking no. in the other direction. Um, <laughs> your mother let nothing bother her. Um, she had a birthmark, and 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 um, she never let that be something she projected. And it's to the point where people would not see it. Sure. And yeah. and that's because yeah. of, of 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 her per, her. Uh, personality the way she projected mm -hmm. so you don't let your your limitations or or things that you you don't like about yourself to get in the way mm -hmm. of of you being who you are right um if, if you, you you've got a scar you try to cover it up yeah and or uh, if, 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 if and, and people will notice you trying to to correct right or, or over or, or, or right or cover yeah hide. overcompensate for yeah. it yeah that's what they notice yeah, right that's 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 what i'm trying to say and, yeah and, and did it badly no <laughs> apologies well. to your mother no. <laughs> <laughs> no you did it well i think it came out and i, I think you're right like the overcorrection because you swing too far in the other direction because you've got a big thing about it yeah and so what people notice is the swing and they're like well what are you doing way over there yeah. and it draws more attention to the whatever the issue is yep. it, yeah it's, you're, you're trying to cover it up right uh, instead of just like uh re refusing to be shamed about it and there i guess it go. is yeah it is your choice whether or not you know experience it as being ashamed of it or not it, it's so easy to forget that man it's 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 amazing how how far up our own behinds we can crawl <laughs> but yeah. we really but we really really can and i think that it's important to have a grounding sense filled adult to go to with whatever it is and and that's why i come to you with a lot of my problems <laughs> I and, I, and i appreciate that and if you get and if you, if you take the time and energy in the relationship long enough you don't even have to present with what it is you just say hey and they're like what's wrong <laughs> you know <laughs> and that and i think that's a i think that's a great thing about those long the relationships that you kind of do sacrifice for that you do choose for that you do take the time to go and and spend time and energy and love on and and it it, it can it can come back it can return on you oh yeah i mean to me and and uh, I, I, i'd be remiss if i didn't 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 say that one of the things i love is that my daughters are my friends mm -hmm. and uh uh it, it, it that is so special because I, I I know that that relationship doesn't exist for a lot of people right and I value it so much we do too um, uh, the, the, the the frankness and honesty that 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 we share and and to know that that it's a safe place sure uh, sure it's, it's it's cool man it I really think it's is. cool too I, I think about some of some of the funnest conversations that we've had and it's really just been about <laughs> showing each other that you are showing your entire behind right now there's no reason there's no reason for this there's no reason for that or you know whatever whatever we're doing to kind of be, bring truth to it. I mean, there's usually a little bit of a giggle, but really, underneath yeah, of it, you've got that you eyebrow know, up, you, and you're looking yeah. at him with your eye, with your head cocked to the side. You're like, now what is this? You know, what is it's going like on? When, when 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 your mom would call you by your first and last name, right? You straighten up. Yeah, yeah. Uh -oh, something's going on. <laughs> yeah. getting ready to happen. But no, I, I I really value that relationship with 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 both you guys. Yeah, I, I really do. It's yeah. just special. It's it's 
it's it's been fun. I, I'm I am honored to have been gifted you as my father, and um, I go through this month. I don't take it lightly. Um, all the moments that we have to spend together left, and I'm so glad that we spend the time to uh, make sure that the relationship stays healthy and honest um, because it is. Don't you tear up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say it for you. It's good. It's good. It's a blessing. It's good. It's good and it's a blessing. And this is the Inner Soul Sanctuary, so I'll go take my emotions on the other side of this. <laughs> but uh, uh, I hope that you guys enjoyed uh, listening to us sit around and yuck it up. Uh, you want to say bye to everybody, Dad? Goodbye. <laughs> it's just been a pleasure to, to share this time with you. It's been a real good time for me, too. I've had a lot of fun. Um, we'll see you guys next week. We'll continue to talk about uh, Father Ishness. Um, so pay attention to the Facebook post. You can follow me on Soul Sanctuary MMF. And uh, we'll see you all next week. Enjoy your Saturday. A better life. A better life. A better life. Goodbye.